Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back into the 610 Podcast. I'm your host, Jay Hollihan, back here on this Sunday evening recapping the 76ers getting their first home win of the season, 126-98 to over the Portland Trailblazers. So, as I believe I mentioned early on, you know, this isn't going to be a recap uh, podcast where we're recapping every single game uh, throughout the season for the Sixers, but, you know, with the home opener, um, for sure we'll be on here recapping uh, that. We'll be doing, you know, mainly close finishes, you know, games where there's a real talking point afterwards, um, but uh, not not every game will be recapped on here, but tonight, you know, uh, just some smaller talking points, Sixers, um, definitely a big night from Joel Embiid, 35, fifth, 35 points, 15 boards, 7 assists, 6 blocks. Um, big night for Embiid, double-double, um, you know, had uh, 29 minutes. I got some rest towards the end as the Sixers really started to put away the Portland Trailblazers. And, um, you know, early on, this was uh, more of a game, and, you know, Portland was able to hang out with the Sixers. It was 66 60 at the half, but then the third quarter, the Sixers outscored Portland 33-21, to some uh, halftime adjustments by Nick Nurse, and a uh, great job, you know, by his staff, and the Sixers able to come away with a big win uh, against an inferior Portland team that, you know, is not going to be uh, much of anything this season as, you know, they're still figuring things out, let's put it that way, um, but Good win tonight. Got to see, uh, you know, DeAnthony Melton a little bit more. 12 points. Had uh, four for nine from the field. Um, eight assists as well. That was That's the probably the biggest thing that stands out. Two steals from him. Um, so a solid night there. Tobias Harris, 24 points. Two for four from beyond. Uh, five boards. So a good night for Tobias. P.J. Tucker, three points, four boards. Tyrese Maxey, 26 points, and four for eight from beyond. His outside shooting so far looks to be vastly improved. Perfect 10 for 10 from the line, and he had 10 rebounds. Four assists. Um, would like to have seen the assist numbers up there a little bit more, but uh, good, good game from him. Kelly Oubre Jr., yet again the leading scorer off the bench, had 12 points. Uh, missed all his shots from beyond, went 0 for 4, 3 for 10 from the field. Definitely not the best night we've seen out of Oubre. Um, Pat Bev, 4 points, plus 8 in the plus-minus category. I uh, really liked what I saw out of the bench tonight coming off. I thought guys were really attacking well, aggressive, trying to get steals, being aggressive and, and smart at that. They weren't drawing too many fouls, so I thought they were doing a solid job there. Um, and trying to recover if, you know, they they gave up a steal or turned the ball over. They were coming down the floor trying to get it back. I thought they did a great job um, where that is concerned. 
So I liked, and I think they've done that throughout the first couple games. I've noticed that the defense has been, they, they've improved. And tonight, I think, you know, they gave up 60 points in the first half. And then what does that tell you? 38 in the whole, you know, second half. Um, 24 minutes of basketball, only giving up 38 points. And I know it's to Portland, but still, I mean, that's pretty, that's an NBA team over there. Those are professional players. I mean, you know, that's still very impressive. Um, so good job by, uh, by the Sixers defense doing that. Um, so I liked what I saw there. Uh, Nat and Mo Bamba got just two minutes tonight, but saw some action as well as first couple minutes. The only player to not come off uh, from the bench was Danny Green. Did not play. I'm sure he would have his back-to-back night for the old man. Um, Furkan Korkmaz got to play a little bit. Four points for him. Um, so good to see there. Paul Reed, 17 minutes, just two points, uh, but finished with five rebounds, so solid job by him. Yeah, just, you know, I thought the Sixers, I mean, it was obvious that they were the more seasoned veteran team, deeper team. I mean, either way you want to put it, the Sixers were better all the way around, and again, specifically in the second half, you know, they really started to pull away their, um, you know, kind of right away. I mean, they won the first two minutes um of that second half i mean they just kept you know dealing them body blows uh and and a great job you know every time they came down the floor they were going up and and you know hitting a layup or they were getting shots from the outside that were falling but um you know so a good night where that is concerned uh so james harden we were expecting him to be back in the lineup but didn't play Okay, kind of uh, interesting there. Didn't suit up the first three games, and now, you know, we're into game three, and you'd like to think he would start. I mean, he's not hurt. I know he took that week off, but, I mean, you know, if he's going to play, let him play. Not sure what the deal is, but if you noticed, and I noticed this early on because every time Maxi would hit a three, I would take a look at uh, James Harden glance over. Everyone else on the bench is cheering, clapping, applauding, and you've got James Harden just kind of sitting there. I'm like, that's interesting. You know, I mean, it's not... I'm not sure if he's upset he wants to be playing or what, because something clearly seemed to bother him. Now, every time there was a timeout called, I'd see him get up and, you know, high-five the guys as they were coming off. But I definitely think that Nick Nurse, I mean, he kind of heard it, when he was asked, I'm not sure if he was just bothered by the question as a whole, but I think it was the first game against Milwaukee that a reporter asked, you know, there was a report that Harden tried getting on the plane and then he was, uh, he was asked not to, uh, not to, um, not to play. And, and nurse kind of said, I heard there was a report that he said that he wanted to get back uh, or that he wanted to play, but um, you know we didn't. We wanted him to work on his conditioning. Kind of uh, fired back at the reporter, if you will, and kind of said it, you know, snarky. I'm not sure if that's just who Nick Nurse is. Still trying to get to know the guy a little bit more in his tendencies and press conferences. But from what I could tell, there it sounded like he was a uh, either annoyed at the question that he was being asked the question at the way the reporter phrased it. Because maybe it you know was not the way it was you know should have been reported from the get go, or if he was annoyed with Harden, or that's just kind of who he is in press conferences. So still trying to figure that out. 
But I definitely think that, you know, if he is annoyed with the whole Harden situation, it doesn't surprise me. I mean, he's trying to get to know the, these players, trying to build chemistry. And it's tough to do that when probably the second or third best player on the team and someone that would be at times either your first scoring option if he was completely bought in or your second scoring option is uh, is you know doing what he's doing right now. Um, I think a lot of people, you know, I'm sure in the Sixers organization are are you know pretty peeved as are I think a lot of the fans at what is happening. I mean, you know, you heard um, Lauren Rosen after you know the game asked Anthony Melton what was it like playing in front of the fans, you know, for the first time in the season, and you know while I think. Yeah, and she asked it to Anthony Melton, and Melton said, you know, it's great, it's great coming out, you know, the fans seeing us, you know, it's always great seeing them, and yada, yada, yada. There was only a 94% capacity, 19,768 strong. I mean, that's not for uh, for the first game of the season for a team that if you think is going to be um, going to be contending for the season, you know, for a possible shot at making a uh, making a run, you know, you would like to think that there would be more fans in attendance. And that just wasn't the case. I mean, they didn't come out um, tonight. And I think that a lot of that, you know, had to, has to do with they're just not, they're, they're frustrated. Fans are frustrated. I mean, I can tell you I'm frustrated. But to, you know, to an extent, I understand that, okay, want to make the best of it as it is right now. I mean, you know, don't want to look back on this and say, man, you know, we could have had an opportunity here to build something. And especially if something's figured out, you know, I kind of want to be ready for it. Um, But, you know, I kind of would like to see the fans coming out just 19,768 strong you know, is not enough. I mean, we need the Wells Fargo Center packed. Now, maybe it's just because it was Portland. I'm not sure. Maybe if they were playing Boston, they'd come out, but I don't know. Um, so you'd like to think that there would be more fans there uh, as we move forward throughout the season. But, you know, the Anthony Melton, I think he's 100% correct in that, but I think, you know, he he probably also deep down knows why it is also that the fans might not be coming out, and that's probably because, you know, they're just not buying into this team right now. They're just not excited about Sixers basketball. I mean, I think everyone's more focused on, you know, the Eagles right now and buying tickets to Eagles games. I actually haven't even looked at the price for um, Sixers games right now for anything. But, uh, yeah. So that's going to pretty much do it for me here. On this Sunday evening, a very, very busy day in Philadelphia sports. We have uh, Eagles winning today, Sixers coming away with the win in their first home game of the season. Be back on maybe tomorrow night discussing the Flyers and the Hurricanes. If something exciting happens and there's a reason to come on here and talk, we'll do that. But they lose 5-2. I'm not going to come on here and, you know, scream and holler into the moon because there's just no point um, where that's, you know, concerned. The Sixers will be back on Thursday, I believe. Yes, Thursday they'll be taking on the Raptors. That'll be on NBA TV, but I think that'll also be regionally covered. I hope it'll be regionally covered and we're not seeing 
games now on NBA TV um, for the Sixers that we'll have to watch. But, um, yeah, so we'll be back on then. 7 o'clock start time for that game. So thanks, everyone, for tuning in to the 610 Podcast. And as always, I'll talk to you next time. One, two, three, four, five, sixes.